0: Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity hello and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast. You are in the right place if you are a professional that wants to create more success in your leadership with less sacrifice in your life to who you are in the process and very appropriate topic for this time of year, especially how to deal with overwhelm at work. Especially if you are in management, in leadership, you've got so much going on. You know, it is a challenge that many people face at work, and it's impacting you, not just your productivity, but also your overall well being, your mental well being. So, this is an issue that you need to address, especially if you are in that emerging leader pipeline um, or already in leadership, because This can impact your personal growth and um, also your professional life. So let's explore the reality of overwhelm, which we all deal with in the workplace. And let's get into some actionable strategies because you know me, I love to share tips, tools, techniques that are going to help you um, with what it is that you need to do personally and professionally. So what is it that you can do to identify it, overcome it, and show up as your highest and best self in whatever you are meant to be doing. So what exactly is workplace overwhelm? Well, the term overwhelm, Um, by definition, refers to a state of being, and that's a state of being where you feel maybe swamped or excessively burdened by the demands that you're facing, the challenges that you have going on every day. And oftentimes, it's to the point where it becomes difficult to cope. You've hit that wall, believe me, I'm speaking from experience, um, and you don't quite know how to manage it effectively. So when you find yourself at that point, You'll know that you're overwhelmed. Um, And this can be due to a variety of factors. So it could be tied to excessive workload. It could be tight deadlines, um, high levels of stress, personally or professionally, a lot going on. It could be emotional challenges, also personally and professionally. So when you're overwhelmed, you might feel anxiety. You might feel your stress. Your stress might show up in your body like it has done for me in the past and still can do if I don't keep an eye on it. Maybe you get to the point where you feel helpless um, or maybe you're just not making decisions. You're so overwhelmed you don't know what direction to go. You can't prioritize things um, or even maintain your cadence of productivity. So if you find yourself with those sort of symptoms, then let's take a step back and look. And What I want you to know, first and foremost, it's common, especially this time of year. You know, we heap things on our plates uh, with the holidays coming on top of everything else that we have going. And I really don't want it to impact your um, mental and physical well-being. So let's look at some strategies about, you know, what it is that you can do. Uh, So some of the things to address overwhelm at work is prioritization and delegation. So start by identifying what are, and and this is something I absolutely love to do, what are the most important things? Um, Doing a brain dump. So what are the urgent tasks? Um, What are the things that after you do this brain dump that you can look at, what are the things that I have to take care of? Me, absolutely no one else can do it. Um, What are the things that I can farm out to someone else? Whether that's personally or professionally, maybe it's getting takeout for dinner, you know, maybe it's sending out the dry cleaning, maybe it is doing the Instacart for groceries. Uh, maybe it's not all the time, but maybe it's just in this high pressure uh, season that we find ourselves at the end of the year. Um you know, so what are the things that are absolutely you? What are the things that can be delegated in any way, shape or form? Let the kids fold the laundry, you know, let the hubby go out and um, get the dinner. You know, let your partner walk the dog. Even if it's not done the way that you normally do it, let's just get it done and not worry about the how. So strategy number two is establishing boundaries. So especially this time of year, it is really important to set clear boundaries between work and home. And this might involve setting very specific work hours. Maybe the rest of the year, you know, things are a little more loose, but this time of year, you're gonna get very specific about that line of delineation between work and home. Making sure that you get regular breaks, um, learning to say no, um, especially if you're a yes person, right? Instead of taking on those additional tasks and they might not be necessary. Step number three, mindfulness and self-care. So integrating mindful practices into your everyday life. And you may be tempted to think, oh my goodness, that's one more thing I have to do. Um, The have to is a modal operator of necessity or pressure from a linguistic standpoint. So this is something that you get to do. This is something where you get to carve out some time for yourself. So maybe it's meditation. Maybe it is just deep breathing. You know, maybe it's setting your Apple iWatch um, that you do a moment of mindfulness uh, throughout the day, just taking that pause. Um, But anything that you can do that will you'll do consistently in your daily routine, it'll help reduce your stress. So prioritizing your self-care is crucial for managing mental and physical health. So maybe it's taking a walk, you know, maybe it it is getting the massage. I got one scheduled for Friday, so um, I am trying to walk the talk with you as well. Well, I am walking the talk. There is no try, as Yoda says, do or do not. There is no try. Uh, number four, seek support. It is not a sign of weakness to seek support from colleagues, mentors, a professional coach like me, you know, being able to discuss uh, your challenges with other people can help Bring new perspectives and solutions. A lot of times what I do for my clients is just help them to get all of the things that they carry in their busy brains out so that we can do something with it, so that we can get it organized and we can figure out what our priority is, what our steps are going forward. So seeking support. Number five, adaptation. And continuous learning. So a mindset of continuous learning and flexibility. Be open to how other people do things. Maybe they've got a shortcut, something to make it easier for you this time of year. Learn from your challenges. What would you do differently next time? You know, what happened next year? Last year, how do you want to adapt it for this year so it doesn't happen the same way again? And then, um, you know, adapting how you approach things from a problem-solving perspective. So... When it comes to implementing this change, it is not about taking these strategies and implementing them all. To begin, just choose one and commit to it for a week, just seven days. Try it out and see how it happens. So for example, maybe you start your day by prioritizing your tasks. Maybe you introduce a a short mindfulness exercise into your daily routine. Observe how this impacts you. Um, Pay attention to how it changes your stress levels and your work efficiency, okay? So the aim is to develop something that's sustainable for you, something that's going to be a habit. But also, it's not just about work, is it? So maintaining personal priorities too, especially when you are experiencing overwhelm. You know, when you're in the place and you're facing overwhelm at work, it is really easy to lose sight of your personal priorities. It's like you pour all of your energy into work because that's where the fire is. And yet you're sacrificing your personal life to do that. So to prevent this, a simple yet effective strategy is to establish and maintain a personal priorities list. So this list would include key aspects of your life that are important to you outside of work, such as family time, what, you know, personal hobbies that you have, your health and fitness, personal development goals, anything like that. So what I'd like you to do though is focus on the top three. What are the top three personal priorities outside of work? And that's what you want to make sure that you are devoting some of your time to put energy into because that is how you feel fulfilled. So each week, take a few minutes Review your list and then schedule time for the three highest priorities, just as you would schedule for a work meeting um, or something with a deadline. So treat these personal activities with the same level of commitment and important um, or importance, I should say, as your professional tasks. So this makes sure that you aren't sacrificing yourself just because of what's going on at work. So what's your first step? Incorporate one of the strategies. Pick one of the strategies. Ensure that it aligns with you personally and professionally, that it's aligned with your values. And then start by dedicating time to this. Observe its influence on your work performance, your personal fulfillment. And then if it's working, great, keep with it. If it's not, then try something else. Treat it like an experiment. So I hope these tips are helpful to you, especially during this busy time of year. If I can be of good service to you, please feel free to reach out to me at Debbie at Debbie Peterson Speaks. And if you would like to gain further insights into achieving clarity and success in your professional journey, then check out my clarity-driven leadership content on my website at www.debbiepetersonspeaks.com. You can head over to the YouTube channel, uh, the podcast, however it is that you take in your content. I'm sure I've got something for you. But most of all, until the next time, be good to yourself. And here is wishing you all the clarity that you deserve. Take care and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on iTunes or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can bring Debbie and her transformational clarity leadership strategies to your organization, visit PetersonSpeaks.com.